reading is from the book of James, chapter 2, from verses 14 to 18. James 2, 14 to 18. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, Go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if not accompanied by action, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith, I have deeds. Our second reading today is from the book of Luke, chapter 6, starting at uh, verse 36 on to verse 40. Luke 6, 36 to 40. Be merciful, just as your father is merciful. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. He also told them this parable. Can the blind lead the blind? Will they not both fall into a pit? The student is not above the teacher, but everyone who is fully trained will be like their teacher. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You folks know me well, and you know that I like to keep a, an eye on the news and the culture and kind of what is going on around in the world. Um, and how do uh, Bible truths that we're looking at at the moment, how do they uh, play into that and what's going on? And I spent some time this week as we open up this topic of uh, not judging and um, uh, and not condemning and forgiving and wondering where where does that resonate? Where's that going to fall? And then as so often, the news uh, delivers somewhat and you may have seen this week uh, the news about the professor who had to resign uh, from his post after apparently breaking the lockdown rules and you suddenly saw lots of different reactions to that um, and this cartoon that I came across catches it rather well. Uh, you'll know often on a Thursday uh, people go out and clap and cheer for those uh, they're supporting uh, and the cartoonist here has said come and stand on the doorstep we're all going to wag our finger at Professor Neil Ferguson. Um, now, Jesus uh, it just addresses that very topic of our reactions to what is going on, uh, that sense of judgment, condemnation or not. And we're going to look at it now um, under three um, sections. And they, they're, they're all under this heading of be merciful, which is where um, he starts. Verse 36, be merciful just as you're and Father is merciful. And then let me read these uh, the, the following two verses. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. Uh, those pairs 
uh, are, are showing us what uh, that mercy looks like. And we're to show that mercy to others and, and it will then be shown to us. I don't know what your first reaction to that Professor News story was. Was it, uh, was it one of um, uh, con- condemnation? Was it an instant feeling of, of judgment with the finger out ready uh, to wag? Um, I don't know what your uh, or my reaction is to uh, sometimes seeing groups of people around, uh, perhaps in a park nearby. Um, again, do we sort of instantly, uh, does ju- judgment and condemnation rise up in us? Uh, when somebody is perhaps making life difficult um, in a, a lockdown house at the moment, uh, when things are a bit intense, how quickly do you judge them versus how quickly uh, do you forgive them uh, or give them mercy? And crucially in this, Jesus is saying that our motivation, how would you want someone to treat you? Now, Jesus is saying these things and opening up this idea of mercy. Now, just a sidebar for a moment. I think it's important on this occasion, some caveats I think are helpful here. When Jesus says, don't judge, and it's not him saying, and don't make any wise evaluations in life. And the Bible is full of those. There's plenty that uh, it wants us to um, understand and to work out. When it says forgive, it's not saying pretend that somebody is innocent when they aren't. Uh, it's not saying that. Um, and when, uh, when it says forgive, it's not saying, perhaps especially, that you just should put up with abuse. It's not saying that. Uh, it's not saying uh, you just have to forgive and be a doormat. Uh, the Bible has lots to say um, on those topics. But what it is saying to us is, what is it that I would want to be offered? Is it that same mercy and forgiveness that I then offer others? What's, what's going on in my heart? Now, in lots of ways, um, what Jesus is saying here, it sounds like kind of just good common sense. If you err on the side of uh, kind of treating others well, there's a reasonable chance that they'll treat you well. But the reason he's saying it here is because this is how God will treat us. And he has two illustrations to um, show us that. Um, And the first one is of some grain. Um, In verse 38, he says, Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, will be poured into your lap. Um, It's a picture of how they would have measured out quantities of grain if you were giving some to somebody. And it's a a very generous-minded person. So they're they're pressing down the grain into their container and making sure they've got as much in as they can and then they sort of keep topping it up till it's overflowing. I was trying to think of a modern um, illustration and it reminded me of, um, uh, if you've ever gone to a a sweet shop, uh, perhaps when you were young or if you've taken children, to a sweet shop and you go and you know they have those sweets that are piled really high and you get a kind of cup uh, shaped thing and you, you put it in there. If you're clever and when you're, when you're young you might remember this, you pack in as many sweets as you can and if you do it wisely you can really get them in and they really sort of overflow to the top until you try and put the lid on. And it's that spirit of just a, a kind of joyous overflowing of something wonderful being given. That's how he's picturing God treating somebody who forgives and gives. But he has a second illustration, which is a little more double-edged. 
he says, for the, with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Now, uh, this is a famous line that uh, becomes a, a Shakespeare play. Um, here's one that uh, made its way to the Lowry, um, and you may know it. And the implication here is that if you use a stingy measure, that is how God will treat you. Uh, there's a, a, a line in a song, uh, you only get what you give. Uh, a number of years ago now, the song had a chorus and it ended with the words, you only get what you give. Um, and it's that God will treat us as we have treated others. Now, as soon as I say that, I think there's a, a tension it raises for us because some of us may well be thinking, well, hang on a minute. And um, that actually sounds really worrying because um, I thought what we taught and what we learned from the Bible was that it was all grace and that you couldn't lose it. And, and that, you know, that, that was, the, that was the, the key thing, which is absolutely true and really important to underline. But Jesus is getting at something deeper here. He's getting at how we act shows whether we're really following him, whether we're really his, whether we're really following, uh, firstly, our, him as our teacher, uh, and he uses that image. How we act shows if we're really following our teacher, Jesus. So verses 39 and 40 change the image slightly um, to one of a student and a teacher. Uh, he also told them this parable. Can the blind lead the blind? Will they both uh, not fall into a pit? Uh, the student is not above the teacher, but everyone who is fully trained will be like their teacher. Uh, he said we become like the, the teachers that we, uh, we follow. Um, and he means it as a good thing. Um, there are lots of examples of the famous student-teacher uh, relationships that have uh, where a teacher has inspired somebody. I can look back on um, teachers in my own life and think there were some along the way who just, I've really wanted to kind of catch their passion for their, for their subject, their teaching. I've really wanted to be like them. And you, you kind of, you learn from them and take on some of their attributes and things that they do. But again, it's double-edged. So Jesus is saying here, if we're not merciful, if we're not forgiving and giving, have we really followed our teacher, Jesus? Or perhaps, if, if we haven't, have we followed a bad teacher? It's almost as if he's saying, if there's no mercy in you, if there's no forgiveness, you may discover you were never really a follower of mine. Now that teaching is, um, is quite stark in its own way. It actually resonates a lot with the book of James. Um, scholars note that this sermon and a lot of Jesus' teaching um, really um, shakes hands with the book of James. And it's one of those things that makes you think, you know, there's, a, there's just another little bit of credibility for the Bible. Um, James, Jesus' brother, would clearly have been steeped in his teaching. And he sounds very similar in his book. And James, when he says, look, how you act shows who you really are belonging to. And that was our other reading a little bit earlier on. So being merciful is one of the ways it shows that we're following our teacher, Jesus. It also shows more than that. It shows that we're following our Heavenly Father himself. 
So uh, be merciful uh, like our teacher and be merciful like our Heavenly Father. Uh, this just takes us back to verses, uh, verse 37 um, and the way it leads on from verse 36. So if you have a moment to look, it's not very easy to make out in the translations that we have. But what he's saying is um, they're connected. He's saying, be merciful just as your father is merciful and do not judge and you will not be judged and do not condemn and you will not be condemned. So there's a, a continuation of the thoughts that actually... What um, verse 37 about not judging and not condemning does is it's, it's explaining what it's like to be merciful, like our Heavenly Father is. So our ultimate model for God's mercy, uh, for, for mercy, is the mercy that God has shown to us. And it means that the more that we delight in God's mercy shown to us, the more we will show that mercy to others. Um, I try and explain this sometimes using um, a nice cup of tea. So here is um, here is a nice mug of tea, uh, and uh, very tasty, um, and nice and warm. And if you imagine for a moment, um, here is my hand, and here is the, uh, the tea. And if I place this lovely warm uh, mug of tea in my hand. Uh, if I receive it, uh, it will immediately start to warm my hand. It's very pleasant. Um, and in my analogy here, we are a bit like uh, my hand here. And this is the mercy that God gives us. And all we do is freely receive it. That's what the Bible teaches us. All we need to do is freely receive it. And we receive God's mercy. He shows it to us um, supremely in uh, Jesus' death for us. And we just simply receive it. But when we do receive it, immediately it warms your hand. Uh, it warms you. That, that mercy that we've been shown warms you to show mercy and forgiveness to others. Now, what we've just been saying with the, the teacher analogy is that if for some reason your, your hand isn't warm at all, what Jesus is saying is it might be because you haven't ever received mercy in the first place. But when you have, says Jesus, when you've been shown mercy by God and you sense that and you know it in your heart, you can't not let it warm your hand. I couldn't stand here and say, I don't want you to warm up my hand. Very strange, wouldn't it? You can't, just not, you, you can't not let it happen. It just flows out of you. So that illustration, I'm sure it's a very simple one, is just the picture that Jesus has, that we have been shown this extraordinary grace and mercy in the Lord Jesus. And he is saying, when you have that, when you are like your heavenly father, it will flow out from you. So am I following my teacher? Uh, am I following my teacher, Jesus? Am I following my heavenly father? It's interesting, isn't it, just to run the reactions uh, that we see in the news to all sorts of things, uh, whether it's the news this week or every, so many of the different things that are happening during uh, lockdown at the moment. Do, you, do, we, do we sense people uh, quickly condemning, quickly judging? What room is there for forgiveness? And in our own hearts, it's interesting to run our own responses through uh, the, these questions here. 
am I following my teacher, Jesus? Am I following my Heavenly Father? The, uh, the gripes that we have uh, with uh, things that happen to us, the inconveniences that come our way, even, yes, some of the um, more challenging and difficult aspects of life. Am I following my teacher, Jesus? Am I following my Heavenly Father? Is it seen? Does it flow out of me in the mercy and the forgiveness that I have been shown? Those are the questions I would love to leave us with today. Am I following my teacher, Jesus? Am I following my Heavenly Father? And our next song is going to remind us that we have been shown nothing but grace. Nothing but grace. <laughs>